0: Hi everyone, this is Doug Gillespie from Diagnacat. You're listening to the Diagnacat Talks podcast, the show about artificial intelligence and in dentistry. Today, we're talking about how artificial intelligence and in dentistry is changing science with Professor Kahn Orhan, who is the DDS, MSC, MHM, PhD, BBA, and is the Dean and a Professor of Dental Maxillofacial Radiology at Ankara University. Dr. Khan is a fellow of American Academy of Oral and Maxillofacial Radiology. He particularly made significant contributions in their maxillofacial radiology and has been invited to present at many lectures nationally and internationally. Professor Dr. Khan Orhan was included in the world's most influential scientists list which was published by Stanford University. Wow, that's quite a list. Hello Khan uh, let's talk about how artificial intelligence in dentistry is changing science.
1: Hello, Doc. Thank you very much for your kind uh, invitation and for your kind uh, introduction as well. So uh, pretty much artificial intelligence is a very exciting field by myself as well. So I would like to talk with you and I would like to share my experiences in AI and particularly for diagnostic as well.
0: Okay, super. How does the use of DiagnaCat AI affect the accuracy of diagnosis in clinical practice?
1: So actually, let me start by definition of changing of healthcare. So, healthcare is shaping up in front of our, our eyes, actually, with the advances in digital healthcare technologies uh, such as artificial intelligence and not just artificial intelligence the implementation of artificial intelligence with 3D printing, uh, robotics, and nanotechnology as well. So digitalized healthcare presents like numerous opportunities for us, especially for reducing human errors and improving the clinical outcomes. And moreover, it's going to be beneficial for tracking the data over time as well. uh, not just in terms of a definition, but in reality, nowadays we started to use artificial intelligence, and I'm heavily used Diagnocat like for this purpose. Of course, uh, in Diagnocat, uh, together with the AI technique, it is the most efficient in identifying the diagnosis of different types of diseases. Uh, let me give you a couple of examples for this. Of course, in dentistry, uh, recently the AI started to use, which actually has resulted exceptional achievements. For instance, uh, we can uh, diagnose periodontal uh, diseases, periodontal conditions, we can diagnose like parapical pathologies, especially periapical lesions, and also we can diagnose like uh, impacted third molars and the relationship between the anatomical leg uh, together with these impacted third molars as well. Uh, especially uh, together with these method as uh, with it is going to be an efficient method for analyzing clinical data and also the potential to have fever post-operative complications and also to have a higher quality of life and for the dentist for better decision making uh, let me give you an- another example for this. Uh, Let's say uh, you have a patient, uh, impacted third molar patient, and you are not very sure if this uh, impacted third molar in relation to the mandibular canal and the nerve as well. If you are not be very cautious or careful, you can easily disturb the mandibular canal and result with the parastasia as well. But right now, we have a decision support system. A spatial diagnostic can give you an alert in order to make uh, fewer post-operative complications, even less post, post-operative complications in terms of these tricky diseases.
0: Right. I've, I find that a lot of doctors almost want to have an associate on staff just to uh, help them with that uh, collaboration uh, of diagnosis. Uh, they find it sometimes challenging and and would love to have a, a second opinion on uh, you know how how to diagnose. Um, so how does the Diagnacad AI affect periodontal treatment as well, too? Which, how does that work?
1: Well, as you know, the periodontitis is a multifactorial chronic inflammatory disease. And it's much more uh, characterized by the destruction of like, soft and also the heart tissue as well. And in advanced stages, I mean, uh, the problem for the patient is the bleeding of the gums and the increased tooth mobility. And in the end, you are going to lose the tooth as well. Uh, generally speaking, the global percentage in counts of the periodontal disease include increased like uh, from 50 percent among all uh, world's population, which is a very huge chronic disease So. We have to make a proper diagnosis and we have to make a proper treatment uh, in terms of like to resolve this pathology among the world population. Uh, Actual treatment of periodontitis is similar once you are going to do the uh, diagnosis. Here comes the actual artificial intelligence and also the Diagnocat as a second opinion and a decision support system. Again, gen- in general, uh, the diagnosis of periodontitis can be done by like clinical and radiographic examinations. But radiographic monitoring of the bone level is very crucial and also very useful for diagnosis and treatment. Uh, we are using mostly intraoral radiographies and also panoramic imaging, extraoral radiography, in order to see two-dimensional all teeth and the supporting structures, but. Uh, in terms of 2D images, we have obstacles, uh, we have superimpositions, and due to the technical uh, issues in panoramic radiography, sometimes we can overlook the diseases. So, the AI is uh, joining uh, in this term the diagnosis uh, cycle here because we can use the AI technique uh, for the diagnosis of periodontitis. Uh, normally, if we can, if we have uh, different kind of limitations and opticals in 2D imaging, we are uh, shifting to a CBCT imaging or 3D like dimensional imaging. However, as all of you know that in 3D uh, dimensional imaging, we have the higher radiation dose and together uh, this higher radiation dose, we need to have a justification in accordance with the ALARA principle. So if we are using 2D imaging modalities, Not just intraoral radiography, which is frequently used for periodontitis, but panoramic images as well. Now we started to use decision support systems in order to identify the periodontal pathologies. Of course, uh, let me uh, let me also emphasize that the panoramic images and extraoral images is not the ideal tool for periodontal evaluation. However we need to understand the radiation dose because the radiation dose on CBCT imaging is much higher than the panoramic radiography. So if you are going to use uh, decision support systems with AI such as the, like the Diagnocat is doing so we can also have potential to make an initial diagnosis of the periodontal status of the patient and also we can perform our uh, treatment accordingly
0: okay super um one of the other things i was asking about was uh how effective are the ai systems you know can they detect the periapical pathology on CBCT images when applied in a clinical situation
1: well honestly the ai has a huge potential and uh based on my experiences as 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 well, I mean, Diagnocat has a huge uh, potential. Uh, we made several research uh, using Diagnocat uh, in terms of uh, periapical lesion de- detection. So generally speaking, it might be difficult for clinicians to determine and diagnosis of a periapical lesion. Uh, sometimes it can be masked, and sometimes it can be overlooked uh, due to the superimpositions as well. But however, as I mentioned again if we are going to have some kind of a cbct imaging then we can actually see the 3d anatomy but even we have cbct imaging sometimes we can still overlook the peripheral lesions as well Uh, together with the uh, ai technologies nowadays we can make the segmentations so uh, not just only the segmentation of the anatomy, but we can make the segmentation of the teeth and we can make the segmentation of the periapical lesions as well. In Dianacat, we have the capability to segment the periapical lesions and also to measure the volume of the periapical lesions as well. So uh, the characteristic of periodontal radiolucency and alveolar bone uh, resorption can both aid uh, to use uh, for the treatment and together with the decision support system uh, with the artificial intelligence, we can also uh, perform the segmentations and follow up uh, accordingly. And in a study uh, that uh, we have done uh, using uh, Diagnacat is, uh, we performed 153 periocular lesions detection Uh, using the uh, Diagnacan and the detection accurate is over 90%, over 92%. And this is a huge decision support system for uh, identification of cystic changes as well. Uh, One uh, important thing is that in the future, uh, especially we can uh, also separate granuloma from periapical cyst using CBCT images as well, and it will be very uh, valued highly in clinical practice because it is going to allow periapical gran- granomas to recover following root canal therapy with the need of surgery. So uh, the AI has the potential also to predict these kind of periapical lesions and also the, the the distinguishment of the uh, nature of the disease
0: as well oh that's fantastic uh, i personally think that is a huge step forward because i i find patients don't understand uh radiographs at all it's hard for them you know in the gray scale uh they just can't understand it when you say there's a periapical lesion there but then if you show them in 3d uh, that periapical lesion, they'll really understand it and uh, be able to uh, move the treatment forward that's necessary. Um,
1: I, totally, I totally agree, especially in terms of fractures as well, because many patients can, I mean, they don't understand what is caries, what is fracture, or what is the problem with their teeth. But uh, from the grayscale, I mean, it's like a blur for them. And of course, yeah. the dentist may uh, able to understand from the panoramic radiography or whatsoever. But the thing is that if uh, we have this capability to show the patient what is going on with their teeth, it's going to be changing the practice of dentists and also dentistry as well.
0: Right. I totally agree with that. I think that's a, it will be a huge step forward in dentistry with that. Um, also, uh, I was wondering, uh, Dr. How effective and accurate is artificial intelligence when identifying impacted third molars and their relationship to the anatomical structure?
1: Uh, actually, it's a very good question because one of the biggest problem in our like world is third molar impactions, actually. Of course, the maxillofacial surgery. So in maxillofacial surg- uh, surgery, uh, not just only the... Uh, third molars, but we have the potential for the dental implant and also removal of tumours and foreign objects and also biopsies and TMG as well. So in a clinical settings, uh, if i are going to use the AI, uh, as I mentioned that uh, we would like to know the anatomy, the segmentation of anatomy, and also the relationship between the anatomical stru- the structures with these infections and also with this tumoral and also the, the dental implant as well. Right now in Diagnocad, uh we have the capabilities to make all the segmentations, but moreover, uh, we have the capabilities to show the relationship between the, these anatomical landmarks, especially uh, while doing maxillofacial surgery or dental implant, uh, we can uh, show the closeness of the uh, mandibular canal or maxillary sinus. And we can tell the practitioner, the dentist that, please be careful because you are in relationship with this anatomy. So pretty much it is like in seconds, because as a radiologist, if you are going to give me even a CBCT image, uh, it takes my like 45, even one hour to make a complete report. But with the AI, with the automated report right now, uh, the dentist can also uh, perform all the segmentation within minutes, not just like half an hour for the five minutes, but within minutes. And within a couple of minutes, you can see all the anatomical uh, structure and you can have the report. And uh, from this report, you can be aware uh, what are you dealing with this. And moreover, uh, as I mentioned, in terms of maxillofacial surgery, of course, uh, nowadays dental implant treatment is a very routine treatment. The artificial intelligence also is capable of measuring the alveolar width and the length. So the practitioner can also have a decision support system, uh, the working length of dental uh, implant treatment, Uh, so they can also uh, choose and perform their surgeries accordingly. Uh, And another additional thing, if you are going to perform a root canal treatment as well, uh, so the AI has the potential to measure the root canal automatically and give a report to the dentist and they can uh, do their surgery or the surgery uh, can undergo a revolution. And we should be able to thank to AI for this. And in the future, of course, all this automated workflow is somehow going to be converted to a robotic surgery as well. And this robotic surgery, also together with the implementation of the AI, uh, going to be a growing efficiency uh, for for the surgeons,
0: for the dentist as well. It sounds like um, for endo, I I, I know that uh, guided endo surgery is starting to become a thing as well too. I guess so with that segmented uh, canal and measuring the canal, that would be very helpful, wouldn't it?
1: Exactly. Uh, Nowadays, uh, especially in challenging cases, we are using these guided endodontics as well, and not just guided endodontics, but also the guided maxillofacial surgery. Now uh, we have a new potential to make all these guides efficiently and automatically. after you are, you have taken a CBCT imaging, the AI can make the measurements. Even the, uh, it can make the segmentation as in Diagnocat, and we can just click on the button and take uh, the uh, guides uh, from the 3D print uh, using the STL. So right now, Diagnocat has this potential to make all the segmentation in the STL, and everything is ready. You just like click on uh, the button, and you uh, you can take the uh, STL. Uh, guides from your three D prints, and it's it's it, it is uh, coming in the future, and everything is going to be implemented in your clinical practice.
0: Well, that's that's fantastic. It's really the future of dentistry seems to be here. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, doctors have been waiting for to make them more efficient. And uh, yeah. It, yeah, is there is there any other applications in uh, with artificial intelligence in oral maxillofacial radiology? Uh, like benefits? I know there's uh, a time saving. Um, Is there any other benefits as well, too?
1: Well, actually, uh, there are quite, I mean, it's a growing demand, and there are quite, uh, the applications are coming uh, to uh, our dental practice. Uh, Let me start uh, from dental education. I mean, the dental education also is going to be affected by this AI technology. And uh, let me give you an example for this. For instance, if you are a clinical instructor or if you are an academician and you would like to teach the anatomy, right now you have the AI applications, uh, kind of like a Siri. So you, you can enter the program and Siri, or kind of Siri, this AI application can teach you like step by step about the anatomy the second uh, application generally uh, patient management of, of course so in patient management uh, in the future even not in the future we started to use like virtual dental assistance and emergency and also tele-assistance as well now think about this if you are a user a uh, regular patient user uh, in terms of like ai or uh, if you would like to uh, get knowledge about your disease, you can take a photo uh, photo from your teeth or from your like pathology in the mouth and uh, you can send it and the AI can uh, make you like initial diagnosis, uh, your condition is this or that. And it can refer you to a specialist uh, instantly of course uh the most like uh, involved in terms of like dental applications of ai is the uh, dental radiology nowadays as uh, we are doing in diet uh, we can perform and use in different kind of capabilities uh, not just in terms of endo but also we can use for the retreatment predictions as well for Uh, prosthetic dentistry uh, in orthodontics and also forensic odontology as well. And uh, lastly, of course, as I mentioned, that it's going to be a huge impact on orthodontics and uh, as well as oral maxillofacial uh, surgery. In oral maxillofacial surgery, uh, we started to hear image-guided surgeries that was generated by AI in the future. And also in prosthetic dentistry as well, because the AI has the potential to create the CATCAP and also the crown, crown branch restorations uh, instantly and automatically. And this is going to be the efficient workflow for the dentists.
0: Exactly. Yeah, uh, Nothing better in digital dentistry than being able to move at a, a fast pace and be able to be uh, accurate and uh, uh, really uh, simplify the digital process for digital dentistry because I find right now there's a lot of questions and uh, a lot of dentists are very confused on the digital dentistry, especially specifically on the implant side of things. So uh, this this seems to help with the, uh, uh, for example, the Diagnacat 3D Fusion that uh, I've I've seen and, and worked with, and uh, really makes things a lot simpler for for the digital dentist. So, well, Dr. Khan, uh. Thank you very much for uh, enlightening us on DagnaCat and the, uh, the uh, really the the whole area of AI in radiology. It seems fantastic. I think we really need to have a second one. And uh, if you've been listening to this DagnaCat podcast, please don't hesitate to let us know what topics you'd like to cover in the future episodes. Get in touch with us and send us a message on DagnaCat social media networks let us know what you wanna hear and what you wanna talk about. So I think Dr. Khan, I wanna thank you very much for spending your time here, enlightening us and letting us know with all your extensive expertise on, uh, on AI and radiology, of course, as I talked about at the beginning, you have an extensive uh, uh, array of uh, experience on all of this and uh, nobody better to take this forward than you. So I really wanna appreciate your time And uh, everyone take care and remember, you can always have a virtual assistant with DiagnaCat. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thank you very much.